if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 3 John, the third epistle of John. The third epistle of John is addressed to an individual named Gaius. Uh, we, we know his name, and some of the things that he shares, I think, are important for us uh, this Christmas. So let me, let me share. We're going to be brief, uh, somewhat brief this morning, and uh, so let's look at some of these things. Key point number one for us is this. Key point number one is John identifies five things every believer needs. Five things every believer needs. We see these in verses 1 through 8. In fact, as we end 2022, I want you to know that these are the same things that I am praying for you. I want you as a church to know that I'm praying for you to have these things in your life. I want these five things to be a part of your, uh, your 2023 as you uh, look ahead. But let's look at what, uh, what John had to say to Gaius. In uh, 3 John, beginning of verse 1. It begins with the elder. Keep in mind this is as, as if he's saying, As your pastor, to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I'll pause there and say the first two things that he identified there is he wanted Gaius to have good health. He wanted Gaius to have good health. And that's my prayer for you as well. I want you to have good health. I want you to enter the new year uh, with good health and thinking about uh, the things in your life and having good health. He says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, be in good health. And the second thing, he follows that right up with, just as your soul prospers. He's saying, guys, he says, listen, he said, I want your health to be just as good as your spiritual health. You're spiritually healthy. He's acknowledging that. He said, but I want your physical health to match your soul. I want your physical health to be just as healthy as your spiritual health. And church, I want the same for you. As we approach 2023, I want you to, to consider your, your physical health and be healthy this coming year. I want you to consider your spiritual health, and I want you to be just as healthy as one and the other. Let's pick back up at verse 3. He says, For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you. Just as you walk in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. And that is a, a third thing that is important here. May you continue to live out the truth of God's word. He recognized that Gaius was doing that very thing. He's spiritually, uh, he's spiritually healthy. And why is he spiritually healthy? Because he's walking in truth. He is walk, He has a healthy walk with the Lord. He's standing in God's word. That's my prayer for you as well. I want 2023 to be a year for you to, uh, to, to be healthy, uh, to be spiritually healthy, for you to be walking in truth. Each Sunday, uh, we close in service with a reminder. And it says, we, I typically say something like this, go live out the gospel. Go live out the gospel. What do I mean by that? Well, the idea is to live out the truth of God's word. To live out the truth of God's word. As you see the, the truths of God's word, as we, as we preach and proclaim God's word week after week, there is something that we can walk away with that is, Lord, what would you have me to do to apply your word to my life today? And that's my prayer every single week when I say, you know, let's go live out the gospel. That's what I'm intending. I want to encourage you uh, to live a life that is in alignment with the gospel of the scriptures. And that's exactly what John is writing to Gaius. And he says, I want you to be healthy. 
I want you to be spiritually healthy. I don't just want you to be spiritually healthy. I want you to be walking in truth. I want you to know God's word and walk in truth. And then we pick up at verse 5. Beloved, you do faithfully whatever you do for the brethren for, and for strangers who have, have, have borne witness of your love before the church. If you, send some, if you send them forward on their journey in a manner of God, you will do well. And that's my prayer for you as well, that you would continue to serve Christ faithfully. You know, this past, uh, uh, just yesterday morning, we came in and, and power was out and, and uh, there was a handful of us here. We were uh, coming in to, to set up and uh, some beautiful words were shared uh, from Elaine and, 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 and just talking about how this, you know, even setting up is more than just a, uh, it's more than a task. It, you know, there really is something about coming and setting up and spending time with one another and the importance of that. And when I think about John writing Gaius here, he's saying, you know what, you have a testimony among others that you are serving faithfully. Other people know about how you're serving. And, you know, it's obvious that when, 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 you're, when you're serving for the Lord, uh, other people will give testimony to that and see it. And I want the same for you. I want others to see you serving faithfully uh, for Christ. Your faithful service not only is important for the kingdom of God, I want you to know this, that every time that you serve in some capacity, every time we're finished here and we start picking up and we're putting tables and chairs away, did you know you're preaching a sermon to me? You're preaching a beautiful sermon to me. I, every time I see it, you, you, your service and your acts of service are for the glory of God. And when I see that, you are ministering to me. It's just as if you were preaching a sermon uh, that is speaking uh, to my spirit. And I thank you for that. We pick back up at verse 7. He says, Because they went forth for his namesake, taking nothing from the Gentiles, we therefore ought to receive such that we may become fellow workers for the truth. The idea here is that may we continue to serve in generosity. When it says here that there was, they were taking nothing from the Gentiles, here's the idea. The idea is that you don't serve for the purpose of getting something. They were there to serve the Gentiles and not expect anything in return. They weren't expecting something. They weren't looking for the Gentiles to give them something. In fact, they were like, no, we are here to serve you. And what a beautiful picture that is as he's writing to Gaius and he's saying, Gaius, I want you to know... You, your, your generosity is noticed and that you're not doing this for, for personal gain. You're not doing it uh, for notoriety. You are doing it uh, because you are a reflection of God's spirit of generosity. And he sees that. Church, I want the same for you. I want you to be healthy physically. I want you to be healthy spiritually. I want you to walk in the Lord. I want you to serve him faithfully. And I want you to have a spirit of generosity. What a beautiful thing. Isn't that so beautiful for the end of the year and for Christmas time and for us to think about and reflect upon? Now look again, taking nothing from the Gentiles. That's generosity. That's generosity.